tragedy strikes yet again with another mass shooting, and it just so happens to have happened in our hometown. And while some may be quick to jump the gun and start screaming, let's do this and let's do that as far as gun control goes, nobody is actually trying to dissect and figure out what would be a true solution. And that's what we're going to try and get into today. What's up, everybody? Um, as most of you know, this past Wednesday, December 6th, tragedy struck our town with another mass shooting at um, UNLV. Unfortunately, it was a man by the name of Tony Polito who had applied for a job there and was turned down. And for whatever reason, he decided to go on a shooting spree and he took three people's lives. So tonight, we just want to kind of say their names and send condolences out to their family, friends, and students. The first is Patricia Valles of 39 years old. Rest in peace. And then we have Cha John Chang, 64 years old. Rest in peace to him and condolences to his family. And then we have Naiko. Sorry if I'm butchering this also. Akamaru of 69 years old I want to say rest in peace to her as well and send our condolences to her loved ones you know um, a lot of people when things like this happen in our nation they want to shoot right off into gun control and they want to talk about we need more policies and yada 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 for gun control to prevent these types of things from happening but is that really the best solution? Do we really go across the spectrum to figure out a real solution? Let's see. Yeah, so like as Lamont was just talking about, man, there's there's so much sensitivity. There's so much emotion when it comes to talking about gun control because there's two sides of a story, right? Now you got people that are like, hey, let's just get rid of the fucking guns. Let's go the Australia route, right. UK route. Let's get rid of them. Right. And you have the other side, which I kind of lean a little more towards. No, we need to keep our guns. There are plenty of reasons why, and even in the midst of tragedy, we need to kind of come to grips with reality and see, hey, the, the, there's things afoot that don't make sense, right? Correct. So, like the UNLV tragedy that just happened, mass shooting. Three people lost their lives. Could have been more, right? Yep, definitely. And immediately, we have a president that goes to the podium and starts trying to push his agenda for getting assault rifles banned again, which, by the way, i.e., 
assault rifles is not a real fucking thing. Nope. And no assault rifle was used in the UNLV mass shooting. Exactly the point I was going to get to. Yeah. Was he used a handgun? Yes. So if we are going to talk gun control, we need the politicians to truly step step aside and shut the fuck up and let the people talk. Yeah. Come up with solutions. From 2020, there was a uh, a group called the Rand Corporation, and they did an analysis on 27,900 different gun laws that are in place. 27,900 gun laws? And that was back in 2020. Mind you, so, there might, that number is probably more or less now, it's, I'm willing to bet, because of the amount of mass shootings that we've had, right. Is more. Right. Out of those 27,900, there have only been 123 of them. That's how small of a percentage. 123 out of 27,900 that have had any kind of rigorous enough restrictions to cause some sort of effect on gun violence. You're telling me about 27,600 of those laws are just useless. I'm talking about. Uh, an effect of 0.04%. That's how low of a percentage that there is. So what should that tell you as an American is that the laws that they are making are not only having little to no effect on crime, but they are also doing nothing but hindering the law-abiding citizens who abide by them. Definitely. And that's my argument is that they handicap those who use the tool for protection. Because that's all a gun is, technically. It's a tool. It's just like a shovel. It's just like a hammer. It's, you know, a car. You use it for a specific reason. And so those who go out and get guns legally to keep for protection when they're out and about or for their homes, those are the ones that these lawmakers are going to handicap. Those are the ones who are going to have their hands tied behind their back. While the criminals who already have guns illegally, by the way, they're not going to follow the rules or your guidelines. I forget the number of of shootings that they've said that happen in uh, areas where guns are not allowed. You know, gun safe zones, which is majority of shootings happen, which is like, come on, call a spade a spade. People who go out to commit crimes, they don't go up to the biggest and the baddest. You know, they don't pick the biggest dude out of the bunch and say, yeah, I'm going to beat him up and rob him. Right. You know, person with a gun don't run up on a person with a gun and say, yeah, I'm going to rob him. No. I mean, that's, that's stupid. You run up on someone who's vulnerable, person who has less than, person who's more afraid. And people who do not have something to protect themselves are going to be the ones who are more afraid because obviously the criminal has a tool that he can use to his benefit to hurt and if not take the life of the other person. So they're going to give in. They're going to give up their belongings. They're just going to comply. But if that criminal was met with gunfire like the, uh, the gentleman in California, it's a different story. You know, that man was walking up to his front door, getting ready to go inside the house. Guys ran up on him with a pistol. 
he threw his coffee at him and pulled his out and they ran. Or the patron in uh, Texas, when someone went in and tried to shoot up a, a mass at a church, ended up pulling out his gun and taking out the shooter. Exactly. You see? So it's a tool that that can be used for good and it's also used for bad. But if you hinder all the ones who use it for good, we're just going to have anarchy, man. It's just going to be the purge. We're just going to be sitting ducks. You know? but, that's, but that's the point that I want to get at, right? Right. Is that, okay, since the Sandy Hook shooting in 2012, there's been over 1,045 mass shootings. A lot. Now, let's first off, let's, let's point out what a mass shooting is. Okay, According to the Department of Justice, mass shooting is three or more people killed at the same place at the same time. Right. So it doesn't take a lot to be labeled a mass shooting to begin with. Okay. The USA has four times more gun related crimes than any other place in the world. We also have the most guns, right? Right. And that was another point that I was going to bring up. Americans make up less than 5% of the global population, but they had, we own 42% of all the world's privately held firearms. 42%. 42%. Damn near half of the world's globally fucking privately owned firearms. Right. We have that shit. I'm a proud owner. Me too. I know you're a proud owner. Yeah, definitely. I'm sure half of you watching are proud owners. Yeah. The problem isn't the people own the guns. The problem is, in my opinion, that we're looking at it from the wrong angle as far as how to adjust some of these crimes that are happening. Yes. Like, number one, my biggest thing is trying to figure out how do the criminals get a hold of guns? Well, that's that's a subject all on itself, right? I'm sure. But I'm all sure these- some type of black market you know cuz i I've, I've heard stories about there being a whole bunch of military guns sold out on the streets or for example you know how the 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 um especially right now it's around christmas time you know how the police do the freaking um they give you the gift card if you bring in a gun around christmas time in some areas where is that happen? that don't happen here in vegas that used to happen in la yeah like if you oh, came and damn. have turned in a the gun they would give you a gift card for like 50 bucks or 100 bucks or whatever or whatnot to try to get a lot of guns off the streets. I've heard stories about like crooked cops or whatnot in certain areas, redistributing them out. You know, I mean, that, that has happened. It's, that has happened. It's, it's, so like the number one thing that we never hear the politicians talk about is trying to figure out how do these guns end up landing in the hands of these criminals who are doing these heinous crimes, you know, For, forget Creating a new law. No, we need to figure out how that's happening because clearly they're the ones who's going out and committing these crimes, killing people, robbing them, and et cetera. So my biggest issue is not with the fact that people own guns. Right. Right. My biggest issue, because like literally, okay, so let's let's take mass shootings. Okay. Mass shootings make up 1.5% of all gun-related deaths. 
in the U.S. See, and that's something we've never heard. I'm sure you guys have never heard, especially with the amount of mass shootings. I got more. I got more. That 1.5% is the same amount as accidental gun-related deaths at 1.5%. People that are involved from the U.S. that are involved in law enforcement or military, that is 1.4%. So it's even less than that. Okay? Undetermined. Where they couldn't just figure out if it was suicide or not or someone murdered them, whatever the case may be, that's 0.8%. The biggest percentage for gun-related deaths in the U.S. is suicides at 63%. Whoa. So do you mean to tell me that guns are the problem more so than mental health? Yeah. See? And this is something we don't hear. This is something that the politicians aren't mentioning. Because I'm sure they have these stats. No, why? Because we just heard our, our president, Biden, go on stage and again, try to push for people to take away and ban assault rifles and high capacity guns. This motherfucker just did a mass shooting by fucking DOJ's definition with a handgun. Right. So shut the fuck up about trying to take people's rifles when the rifle wasn't the fucking cause. The rifle's not the problem. That lets me know right then and there that there is a hidden agenda when it comes to the politicians are trying to disarm the populace. Because when you have a society that does not have a way of, a means of arming themselves, then guess what you get? You get a totalitarian, fucking socialist, communist, however the fuck you, you want to label yeah, it, straight government up. that's having a stranglehold on everybody. Yeah, because we're vulnerable. Fuck that. We can't fight back. Fuck that. There's no, there's no nothing. There's <laughs> Whatever they say, you'd have to abide by because if not, they're going to come with their guns and probably mow you down. So what are you going to do? And not only that, half these politicians that are lobbying for so many of these gun law changes don't even understand the nomenclature of a fucking gun that they're lobbying against. They don't understand the functionality. They don't understand how it works. That's just just like them saying um, AR means assault rifle. Yeah, I mean, when there's that's not no what such it means. thing as assault rifle. People, please take that that terminology, yeah, crumple it up in a ball and shove it up the nearest politician's ass to you because that shit doesn't fucking exist. Nah, something they made the up. AR stands for Armalite Rifle. Yes, which is the company who created that rifle and back then in the day. Sold it to Colt, who then manufactured a bunch of different rifles. Yep. But it's not, there's no such thing as assault rifle. That is a political fucking term made up. It's like coming out with an assault pistol. Yeah. <laughs> like what? <laughs> oh my God. You've got like three attachments on your handgun. That's yes. an assault pistol. Yes, an assault pistol. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, man. You fucking assholes. You, you know, you put the switch on the Glock, man. It's an assault pistol. <laughs> that, that it just, it just, it, it is mind boggling how it often is. that it happens. Is. It though. is. And, and then when they get called out on it, you hear crickets, yeah, fucking yeah. silence. They have no way of defending themselves because they know, oh, well, yeah, I was just told to do this. Right, right, right. Fucking and that's pansies. how you And that's how you know they're following an agenda when they get all choked up when someone asks them a, a legitimate question because now they don't know how to answer it because they've been rehearsing the script. Right. You know? So now let's start, let's start talking about things that we could do to try and Fix some of these curbs, right? Curbed it, yeah. Um, a lot of states don't use a gun registry anymore. Okay, right? Like Nevada used to have that. You used to be able to get your blue card, 
And it would you, for every firearm you had, you'd register it. Right. I think something like that should be brought back. But I think that the way we view it should be turned around. Like a lot of times people would get these gun registries and they would look at it like, oh, it's just the government's way of monitoring you. We need to change the perspective of that and make it so that you understand, hey, if your gun's used in a crime, we need to be able to look back and say, okay, you you had your gun and you reported it stolen and then this happened. It's the same as registering your car. Like you register your car. So that if, my car gets if stolen it's stolen, they can find it or, exactly. and, you know, et cetera and et cetera. So, yeah, I don't see the issue with, I mean, if you're a law abiding citizen, what's the problem? There isn't any, there isn't one. So right. you don't okay. have a problem with it. It's a way of safeguarding you. Yeah. So if your gun gets stolen, not only do you have a way of recovering it later on, if it, if it was used if in it, a crime, exactly, but it's also safeguarding you from being accused of a crime. If you had reported it stolen properly at the right time. So to me, I think that there are certain registrations that need to be brought back. The problem with those are that, again, you have politicians and governing agencies like such as the fucking bitch ass ATF that try using those to say, hey, this new restriction came out. That gun's no longer legal. We get to take it. The ATF needs to fuck all the way off. We need to dissolve that and get rid of that. That's taxpayer money that serves literally zero fucking purpose anymore in society. And that's what I was going to ask you. So from what I know, the ATF stands for alcohol, tobacco, and firearms, right? Yes. Correct Correct me if I'm wrong. Isn't all three of those things legal? Absolutely, yes. So wasn't the ATF created back when like prohibition and all that shit. Alcohol mm-hmm. was illegal, tobacco. So yep. So what's, what's their purpose now? What are they here for? To fuck with law-abiding citizens who just want to have their guns and live in peace. And that's the thing, too, is that a law-abiding citizens need to start standing up. We need to start banding together, holding our politicians accountable, because the way I view a politician, that's a person who works for me, because I'm the taxpayer. So when you go into your Congress meeting, you, you speak on the things that I want and my, my community wants. And I don't think that's what happens. I think they get in there and they start speaking their ideas. No, no, it's not what the fuck you get paid for. Right. I I, I never, I never said go in there and speak on that or say that. And, And let's dive in real quick to the, the issues that we have with the ATF. So just for examples, right. In 2002, the first bump stock style, it wasn't really a bump stock at that time, uh, stock was created. It was called the Atkins Accelerator, right? So from 2002 to 2006, it was just considered a rifle accessory. With the bump stock? Yeah, it was kind of like a bump stock. It was similar to a bump stock. Pretty, very similar. It took them four years to reclassify it as a machine gun. They did the same thing with the bump stock. So what did they classify as a machine gun? The bump stock or the well, actual they gun? They said something that had that attached to it made it a, a machine gun. gun. Whoa. Yeah. I mean, that's that's absurd. Do you know what a machine gun is? You hold the that's trigger. That's like an M60. And it goes. You know, like, that's like a turret. Like <laughs> a machine gun. But that's how stupid. This is how you know the ATF is politically ridden like a goddamn show pony. 
to fucking yeah. restrict us as law-abiding citizens. Man, like, this is why the ATF needs to just be dissolved and go fuck the fuck off. Fuck the ATF. Okay? Then the bump stock actually comes out. Now, the reason the bump stock was created was created for military veterans that had certain disabilities with their hands. Okay, so so that way they could still continue to shoot the rifle. So it was created to assist those who have most likely been injured in combat or whatever, right? To be able to fire their firearm properly. So if they still like to go shooting or go to the range or go hunting. Yes, they would be able to. And I remember the bump stocks was, um, you know, they were in the news mainly after the October one shooting here in Las Vegas. They were being sued. Well. Because this fucking Pollock, Pollock bitch at fucking October 1 had some fucking rifles that had the bump stock on it. And they tried to hand it on the bump stock and say, oh, yeah, this yes, made it an automatic. No, the fuck it didn't. Regardless. You still need forward motion from the off shooting hand to recycle the gun. Now, okay, let's just go with their bullshit ass analysis and say that the bump stock did make the gun an automatic or quote unquote a machine gun. What does the bump stock company have to do with this psychopath arming himself and going to a casino and busting the window out and shooting at all these people at a festival or concert? They have nothing to do with that. This, this dude lost, he went off the rails and did something heinous. Why are you trying to hold someone else and something else accountable? Again, mental health. We we're not getting down to the solution to the of a lot of shit. Of it all. Like yeah. we're 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 ignoring that factor of it, and we're trying to blame it on this little particular situation, this little thing that really isn't significant. Because you do away with bump stocks, okay? What then? Okay, now we do away with assault rifles. Okay, what? When motherfuckers start running around stabbing people with forks and killing them, what are we going to do? We're going to do a little bit of forks next? Like, like make it make a, sense. A mass assault fork band. Yeah, like, make it make sense. We're not getting down to the nuts and bolts and the solution and trying to actually come up with something that's going to benefit everybody. You know what does make sense? What's that? I'm going to put a part two for this episode because I think we're going to go deeper into this. You damn skippy. So, y'all do me a favor. Stick around. Because we got part two coming up right now. And as always, subscribe, share, show you. Cheers. Cheers.